VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Traveling for college hoops this year? Pro tip, stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns, and get this, you can save up to 30% off with the code Doug. That's my name, Doug. Good at any Graduate Hotel location, anytime up to 30% off. So, here's what you do. Book your stays at graduatehotels.com. That's graduatehotels.com. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Welcome in, everybody. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. As you just heard, Doug is out this afternoon. He was in for Dan Patrick this morning. Aaron Torres and Rich Orenberger filling in for Doug, and we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Aaron Torres, Rich Orenberger in for Doug. Rich, how you doing today, man? I day on her hands, staring the weekend right between the eyes. Let's roll, bub. First of all, let me ask you really quickly. How did you handle your first full week without any football? Because I'll say this. You know, we both love both the pro game and the college game. I was talking to Dan Beyer about this the other day. Like, the college game, everyone craps on the portal being kind of before the season really ends. I like that we kind of just get continuous college football where the NFL, it was like the Super Bowl happened, and then we talked about it, and then the next day we talked about 2024 title odds, and then it was just ghost town. No football. I know Combine starts next week, but it was a very, very quiet week without any football, uh, Rich Warburg. Yeah, it was. You know, it actually, maybe this is left over from my playing career. I kind of like it. 
it's it's that first week after the season ends there's a little feeling of like oh wow like we can we can rest for a second because during the NFL season, there's injury updates. There's, you know, uh, potentially a story that breaks with a player being discontented with the amount of targets he got in the game last week. Or, you know, there's a dispute between a quarterback and his coach or, you know, all these things that just sort of get hurled at you on almost an hour by hour basis. It's kind of nice that the news cycle slows down a little bit. And you get to catch your breath a little bit. But, yeah, no, it, it's eerily quiet. Like, all of a sudden you have less to do, less to tweet about, less to talk about. And, and you sort of stretch your legs on some of the, the deeper conversations around sports, you know, some of the more systemic issues around sports. And you, you settle into almost an NFL offseason mode. It, it's weird. And, and in our lifetime, Aaron, you know, certainly both of us, similar age, like it has changed. The NFL has taken over everything. When we were kids, baseball had a huge share of the conversation. The, the basketball, the NBA of the 90s, I mean, it was dominant. The NFL has taken over, and college football, frankly, to an extent where we're truly in the off season of football. Like it's you're either in season or off season, and then we just sort of fill out our sports calendar after those seasons end. Well, and it's funny because next week the the combine does start, I believe, the 27th, so just a few days from now. And guess what's going to happen? Uh, basketball is going to get pushed right to the back burner again next week as we talk yep. Caleb Williams and Drake May and Jaden Daniels and all that. Yep. But it was funny because you mentioned during the NFL season we have situations where guys are unhappy with their team or their coach or their fan base or they're injured or are they really injured or how bad is it? Well, we get all of that in one news cycle with LeBron James. So so LeBron carries <laughs> his own news cycle. So basically he car- the, equiv- the NFL and then LeBron – and obviously the LeBron news cycle was really on center stage last night. Uh, the Los Angeles Lakers and Golden State Warriors obviously coming off of the All-Star week, uh, you know, weekend that extends into the week. Guys get a couple days off. Well, uh, when we last saw LeBron James, uh, he was, of course, on the court, not, not in a ton of playing time, but minimal playing time uh, at the All-Star game last Sunday in Indianapolis. I bring it up because they obviously opened the second half of the season, if you will, even though it's not really the second half. It's about the last you know, 30 to 35% of the season. But he was not on the court last night for the Los Angeles Lakers against the Golden State Warriors. Uh, got a lot to talk about, a lot, a lot of thoughts in the bigger picture. He is expected to play uh, when the Lakers do return to the court against the San Antonio Spurs here uh, this evening. But I just bring it up, Rich, because uh, I, I do sit there and wonder, first of all, just, just in general, like what did you make of LeBron not being in action last night after playing in the All-Star game a few days ago? Well, look, I, I, I spoke about this a little bit earlier in the week, and um, my thought process when it was announced that he was taking the game off for what was reported as a hurt ankle, my thoughts were this. He's almost 40. You know, sure. this is what you've signed up for. If you're the Lakers and he ends up opting in and you're paying him half uh, or, or I should say $50 million, you know what you signed up for. He's going to take nights off, and it's going to be for an ouchie, you know, and you're going to have to list, list it, whatever it is. It's going to be a, 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 a sore ankle, you know, a bruised thumb, you know, a stiff neck, whatever it may be. You're just going to have to give him nights off 
because because you don't you don't get a 38 year old playing like an all star unless he gets some rest. And the regular season is diluted. We've discussed this many times, even you and I, Aaron. Mm -hmm. 82 games is too many games. You can take time off and still be a playoff team, especially when there's only 30 teams and there's 20 spots in the NBA in terms of both the the final uh, the playoff bracket with eight teams each conference and then the additional two teams in the play-in round. There's plenty of room to uh, for in the margins to lose games during the regular season. They just don't matter as much as they used to. So that's the reality of the NBA these days. Legacies aren't depending on your availability in the regular season. And so I'm fine with LeBron skipping a game. Uh, you know, it's interesting timing, and I'm sure there were San Francisco fans who showed up at the arena and wanted to see Steph Curry against LeBron James, especially after all the trade rumors that, that missed out on that. But this is the modern NBA. It's it's what it's become. Yeah, and I want uh, that's what kind of where I wanted to go next is, is first of all, I weirdly – can I say this? I, I really – like, and I'm someone that I feel like I'm relatively critical of LeBron. I guess I don't really have – that big of an issue with him not playing last night because one uh, it is a regular season game the all-star game he clearly you know and I'm not being mean-spirited about the all-star game but you you're not giving the effort even in 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 the old school all-star game that you are in the regular season but also you know he clearly has a very good relationship with Adam Silver it showed uh, in his efforts to win the in-season tournament and so Adam Silver obviously made it clear the value and importance of the all-star game this weekend and so it's clear that Adam Silver wanted it to be important, so I think that's probably why LeBron played in that game. So I, I'm not as like outraged that he played in an exhibition but then didn't play in a regular season game as others. But I think it's interesting for, for two reasons. Is One, I think the fact that, first of all, you mentioned the trade rumors, and, and I by no means follow this sport on a day-to-day, minute-to-minute basis. I'm not Woj, I'm not Shams, I'm not Kendrick Perkins, whoever. But I was surprised that that story didn't get more run, that there were, you know, however far they got down the road, conversations between the Warriors and Lakers about the possibility of potentially acquiring LeBron James. But then also, I'll also say this, is that I don't feel like the fact that LeBron sat out last night was as big of a story as I expected either. I, I I bring it up to say is that, you know, listen, load management is a constant topic. We did it three, four weeks ago. Joel Embiid, before he got hurt, obviously decided to sit out about 20 minutes before they, they played the Nuggets on a national TV game. And I was thinking about this, Rich. Between the LeBron um, Warriors stuff that felt like it was a little bit not as breathlessly reported as you would expect... And then also, and maybe I was watching the wrong shows, listening to the wrong shows this morning, I don't feel like people were as upset about LeBron playing in an exhibition on Sunday but not playing on Thursday. Are we kind of getting to the point where either we know the LeBron news cycle where it's just he's going to be in the news every day and we don't have time to consume all of it the way that I just said that he basically has his own news cycle like the NBA? Or are, are, are we just kind of over it? Because it feels like more and more... And it's not just because he's 40 because he's still an elite player. I just feel like these stories that felt bigger three, four, five years ago, I don't feel like they're as big or as significant in the national discourse as they once were. Well, okay, so everybody who's, you know, beyond the age of 21 remembers what their 21st birthday was like. 
you know, you, you go out with your, your friends or all those who are older than 21. They take you to the bar for the first time. And eventually, by the end of the night, you know, some bartender draws X's on your hands, <laughs> meaning like th- this person cannot be served anymore because they've overdone it. Like it's it, the first time something happens, you overdo it, right? Or you get too excited or, you know, it's like a, adrenaline dr- junkies, you know, the you know, you graduate from, I don't know, doing backflips on a BMX bike to jumping out of planes to jumping off of the, the sides of mountains or buildings or something like, you know, you, you ump the ante to get the same burst of adrenaline, you know. But after, I don't know, your 300th skydive, is it as thrilling as the first time you fell out of a, a plane on a, on a companion jump? The answer is no, because you become used to it. And over the course of a 20-year career with LeBron James, we've become used to some of the things that LeBron does. First of all, LeBron is going to do whatever LeBron wants. We should all be aware of that by now. So LeBron, obviously understanding that the All-Star Game is a huge marketing tool for himself in the league, is he going to sit out of the All-Star Game even if his ankle is bugging him a little bit? No. He'll play limited minutes, which he did and all the stars do, and he barely played because it's an exhibition where most of the guys are shooting from half court anyways. I mean, it's barely a basketball game. It's a laughable basketball game. They're trying to fix that. So that's that point. And then the other side, when we're talking about the trade, like this is very much – I'm not going to say it's scripted because the NBA isn't the WWE – but if this was actually going to happen, would we be hearing about it days, like four days after the trade deadline? Like if the Warriors were actually interested in trading for LeBron James and the Lakers were actually humoring a trade of LeBron James to the Warriors, we would hear about it over 72 hours after the deadline? The answer is absolutely not. I don't believe it for a second. I don't believe any of it. I think it may have come up in conversation almost jokingly, like how funny would it be, but I don't think anybody took this seriously. And then after the fact, and and I really do feel like this is exactly how this happened, and it's my my own conjecture, I kind of feel like LeBron James or someone in his camp may have felt like, oh, this is a pretty useful tool. You know, maybe if we source this story, we get this out there. Maybe this puts a little pressure on the Lakers from the standpoint of, hey, you know, I want to get my son on the Lakers. So, yeah, like, you know, we we need to we need to make it make it sound like a trade is even a possibility, even even something that I would even humor because he's going to have last say on something like that. Or maybe for the Warriors sake, maybe they're the ones who leaked the story. And this was done intentionally to inspire this roster to play better because maybe Steve Kerr and the the front office was annoyed with how their stars were playing. And if if you say LeBron's coming, well, you know they're not trading Steph Curry. So that's putting that's putting Wiggins on warning. That's putting Clay Thompson on warning. So it very much it, it very much felt like one of those motivational tools whether it was from lebron's camp or the warriors camp or potentially the lakers camp to get to motivate something it it very much so didn't feel like an actual storyline it felt like something that was being put out into the media to serve a different end no there's no doubt and i do think part of it is i think we just we kind of know the lebron news cycle at this point is um 
you know, I even go back to last year after the the Los Angeles Lakers lost in the Western Conference Finals to the Denver Nuggets, and I forget if it was at the podium or a day after he put out a tweet or released a statement where, where he kind of like, you know, I don't, I don't know, this, 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 this might be it. I, 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 I don't yeah. know, I don't know if I got enough in me to do another year. And it was like, even the shows that only seem to exclusively talk LeBron James, even they didn't really pick up on it. Even a few weeks ago, by the way. Uh, you know, I do my Saturday show, Saturday nights with Jason Martin, and it we we were on right after he played in New York where he did the whole, yeah, I could totally see myself playing here. And then he put out a emoji of the Statue of Liberty. And it's like, I feel like six, seven years, and maybe it's just because he's 40 years old, closing in on 40, I don't know. But I feel like six, seven years ago, Statue of Liberty emoji? What does it mean? Coming up after the break. Well, this guy, like, it's like, and now it just feels like it isn't as big of a thing. And I and I think it could be a number of things. It's one, we kind of know the news cycle. We're smart enough to separate fact from fiction. I think, like you said, uh, we just live in a, in a world where football is always taking center stage and maybe we don't have time for the LeBron discourse as much as we used to. Uh, and maybe it's just that he's 40 and we kind of know that, that maybe his options are getting a little bit limited. But I do think it's interesting that LeBron did sit out, didn't feel like it was a super like people were fired up like I would have expected. And to your point, Rich, uh, don't think that uh, most people were, were as fired up or believing that LeBron was ever going to be a Golden State Warrior. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Doug Gottlieb is out. Aaron Torres, Rich Ornberger are in. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to 2 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called Overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough, Kavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromised and also Uncensored, by the way. So maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's going to be the best after show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. And remember, you could see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Kavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Welcome back, everybody. Fox Sports Radio, this is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Doug Gottlieb was in earlier for Dan Patrick today. Aaron Torres and Rich Orenberger filling in for Doug. So we just talked a little bit about LeBron. He did not play last night in the, uh, you want to call it a debut, but second half start. Uh, He was out. He is expected to play tonight against the San Antonio Spurs. But obviously, we are coming off All-Star Weekend. Um, The game itself was relatively unwatchable. That's not new. Uh, Some of the other stuff was okay. But I bring it up, Rich, because there was an interesting story that came out yesterday. And it feels like the Oklahoman, I'm not, I mean, I can guess, but I'm not totally sure why. It feels like they're the ones that, that either broke it or have the details. But according to the Oklahoman, the NBA coming out of an, an All-Star weekend in, in Indiana, Indianapolis, which, you know, one of the smaller to mid-major markets in the NBA, certainly not Miami, Dallas, Houston, L.A., New York, etc. Apparently, the NBA has now changed its guidelines on which cities are allowed to host the All-Star game. And the criteria have changed so that the the requirements of an All-Star game to host NBA All-Star Weekend, you have to have 7,250 hotel rooms and a minimum of three five-star hotels, a convention center of at least 650,000 square feet of exhibition space, and 75 nonstop domestic flights and at least 20 international flights every single day. And so, Rich, I, I bring it up because... I, there's nowhere that I've seen on the internet that has the exact, you know, number of of cities that will qualify and not qualify. But this almost certainly, it certainly does. It eliminates Oklahoma City from the mix. I think that's why the the report, uh, you know, it seems to have really picked up steam with the Oklahoman. But Oklahoma City's out of the mix. Minneapolis would be out of the mix. Uh, Milwaukee, which of course has had postseason success for many years now, is out of the mix. Where do you stand on? Certain cities just not being allowed to host one of the NBA signature events. We can argue about how good the game actually is. But at the same time, you know, I I do think it's a little bit disappointing for fans. And I also think that if you're an NBA owner in one of those cities, you should probably be pretty frustrated as well. Look, I'm I'm not a 
uh, fan that's going to go to an all-star game. I have zero interest in going to an all-star game. And I've said this many times on these Fox Sports Radio airwaves. I'm, I'm not vehemently opposed to all-star voting or Pro Bowl voting or even Hall of Fame voting. I, I think there's space for it. Obviously, it's something that comes up constantly in our line of work. People love to debate the greats. You know, who's the greatest of all time? Who deserves to be in this class of Hall of Famers? Who got snubbed from the all-star Pro Bowl voting? All those conversations come up. You know, so I understand there's there's space for it, but I, I just think it's a big waste of time because you, you can't tell me who's great. I have eyes. I watch these games. You know, I'm going to have my own opinions about it. So why do I need a bunch of article writers or or game historians or fans even because fans are a part of the voting and a lot of the things I just mentioned to tell me so I don't know if I necessarily need to be at an all-star game to see the greats also when everything is televised and also when you can see cross-country stars come to your city you know I, I, the NBA Major League Baseball NFL has changed to where interconference play interleague play happens all the time and so you're going to get opportunities to see stars from everywhere if you want uh, if you live in a, a pro sports city. And that segues nicely to, I think, the real reason why this comes up. And this happens in all sports. It happens in the NFL and Major League Baseball as well. They put limitations on you know, whether or not you can host a Super Bowl in your city, whether or not you could host an all-star game in your city. And it comes down to these criterias. Why, why are they doing this? Well, for a couple of reasons. It's to encourage team owners who haven't spent in a while on a new arena to go back to their taxpayers, who are their fans, and help them out. Hey, gang, we're going to miss out on the next round of All-Star Games unless we build an arena. Help me out. Pitch in more of your tax dollars, and I'll pay a little bit, but it's on you. If you want the All-Star Game to come to our city, if you want the economic impact, and then also... It boxes out smaller markets from getting teams in the first place. You know, we talk all the time, when's the NBA going to expand? When's Major League Baseball going to expand? Well, if you put criteria like this in front of the discussion whether or not a, t a city can even have a team, well, there's a lot of work to be, to be done in a lot of these cities before they can even consider themselves, throw their hat in the ring as a potential uh, landing spot for one of these pro teams. And I think that's part of it, too. So I, I think that's interesting because I think you could kind of counter what you just said by saying that, you know, we talk about expansion opportunities and stuff like that. I, you know, the NBA, it seems like they're pretty intent on Vegas and Seattle. My assumption would be both of these cities fit that criteria. But like if um, I'm just using an example, if you know, because in baseball, we hear about Portland and Utah, you know, Salt Lake City, if there was like a MLB all-star limitation, I, does that dissuade teams from wanting to have a, a, a you know a professional team? I don't know. I just I just think for a league where I, I think it's kind of crappy. I, I really do, man. I just think for a league where there is already such a disconnect between the big cities and the small cities, where it's so hard to build a championship team in Milwaukee, Minnesota, Oklahoma City, et cetera. I was on with Dan Byer the other day, and we were talking about, you know, kind of the Bucks drama with Doc Rivers. And and he said, he's like, honestly, as a Bucks fan, 
I was so removed from the possibility of us ever actually winning an NBA title that, like, it doesn't really bother me because I got my title that I never thought was going to happen. And so, wow, you know, yeah. yeah, like like we live in Southern California. We're not from here, whatever. But, like, Lakers fans, it's like, okay, you won one this year. What's the plan for next year? You know? And so I just I, – I you know, listen, I, I, I've been critical of Adam Silver. I don't think this is, like, the worst thing that has ever been done. It's the most righteous, unfair thing that's ever been whatever – I do think it is kind of crappy, though, for those fans. If if you're a a a father in Oklahoma City and your 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 children are diehard NBA fans, and I'm not going to do the whole you know like uh, whatever, but like at the same time, you can bring them to an All Star game where you do have Steph and Giannis and Joker and and Curry. I think I said Steph, but whoever, all under one roof. And now that is just never going to happen. I don't know. I just there's something about it that doesn't sit right with me. And I think it's also because there is already a disparity between the small market and the, the major markets in this league specifically. And, and I would add one more thing too, Rich. How mad are you if you're an owner of one of these teams? I'll give you an example. Alex Rodriguez is a minority owner in with the Minnesota Timberwolves, and he's talked publicly, or at least his partners have, about wanting to bring All-Star Weekend to to Minneapolis. I mean, how frustrated are you if you're a, if you're an owner of one of these teams and you say, how many years in a row do we have to do this in Los Angeles? I mean, L.A. gets it like once every four or five years, it seems like. How how is it fair that they get it two, three, four times over the course of a decade or two and we don't get it at all? Like, I think that's the part of it is I feel bad for the fans. I also feel like if I was an owner, I'd be pretty upset with this decision. Yeah, well, listen, and, and Minnesota or Minneapolis, the city of – you know, they'll be one of the cities that comes up short of hosting an all-star game given the new requirements. But I um, I also understand that for traveling fans, for fans of the NBA, But do you know, fans who really travel see... for all-star weekend? Like, I know corporate well, people do, media do, do, like, do fans, I don't know, I'm, I'm asking, I'm not trying to be facetious, I'm, I'm asking. I, I, you know what? You're, you're. That's actually a, a phenomenal question. I think there is a little bit, or I shouldn't even say a little bit. I think there is a contingent of fan that will host their bachelor party, you know, the weekend of the All Star mm, Game, fair. you know, in a in a chosen city. I've heard that before. You know, there's a faction of the fan base who will, uh, you know, if if they live within driving distance of an All Star Game weekend, they'll they'll have a you know a college buddies or you know yeah. I'm talking about men or women meet up in in the host city. You know, so I've heard those things before. In terms of like you're a huge Giannis fan and you can't wait to see him represent his conference in the All Star Game. I don't know about that. <laughs> you know, I mean, you, you know, I. It, Maybe. I mean, maybe, but I think there's less of those, frankly. But it is an event, and there's a lot to do. And I think that these cities who have been gifted or, or uh, appointed the All-Star Game over the past couple of years realize the magnificent economic impact that occurs. Because when people are going to an event that spans over the course of days, whether it's a festival, like, you know, we're familiar with a couple of them that happen in the Palm Desert here in Southern California um, that are, are 
annual revenue generators like you wouldn't have cities in certain areas of the country if it weren't for certain events that these cities these boom towns have built around like we understand the financial impact to, to box out certain NBA markets it says to me that you're putting all of your owners or your governors or whatever you call them in the NBA now on warning you better invest into your team's facilities Otherwise, you're not going to be rewarded with the financial impact of an all-star game weekend. But it's not facilities, though. It's hotels and airports and things that are totally out of your control. I mean, unless I guess you could build. I mean, I guess you could build a five-star hotel. I I don't know. We, uh, we, yeah, and then and then that goes to and actually that's a good point to bring up about the referendum. It goes back to more of my point about you know building out an NBA city in terms of expansion because i think that i think there's a lot of cities who harbor a lot of nba fans who make a lot of noise on social media like hey pick us pick us where where we would support we would gladly support an nba team but they're not going to they're going to get passed over on because their market doesn't meet certain criteria if expansion is even possible very interesting stuff. It appears as though NBA All-Star Weekend will be limited going forward to several cities, frankly, uh, including Indianapolis that had it this weekend that might not get it in the future. Fox Sports Radio, this is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Doug Gottlieb is out. Aaron Torres, Rich Orenberger are in. Coming up, we said it was a quiet week in the NFL, but one big name back in the league and I think both Rich and I think it's a good thing. We'll discuss that next. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to 2 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Fox Sports Radio, this is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Doug Gottlieb is out. He was in earlier today for, uh, for Dan Patrick. Rich Orenberger, Aaron Torres are in. Uh, Rich, so a little bit of a serious topic, but I, I, you know, it's one with a pseudo happy ending, and I, I really want to talk to you about this, Rich, because you're probably more qualified. I think you are more qualified than anybody on this network to talk about it. But yesterday, the Kansas City Chiefs did sign Matt Ariza. Uh, he is the punter from San Diego State. For people who do not know, Rich does uh, color commentary for San Diego State football. Um, I don't know, you know, how much time you spent around Matt when he was with the team, but he was. I think widely regarded as, frankly, one of the great punt prospects that has ever been in the NFL draft, drafted by the Buffalo Bills. Um, And unfortunately, about, what, two, two and a half years ago, uh, he was accused of of sexual assault uh, involving an incident at San Diego State. Well, charges were eventually dropped. Uh, The case against him was dropped. And he obviously, by the way, it's, it's worth mentioning when the accusation started, the Buffalo Bills immediately released him. Well, the charges are all dropped. Yesterday, he signs with the Kansas City Chiefs. And as I said, Rich, I don't think there's anyone on these Fox Sports Airways more qualified to talk about this topic than you. So curious your perspective on it. Yeah, look, first and foremost, um, I'm super proud of San Diego State for how they handled this whole situation because these are really, these are really sensitive issues. And I feel like it puts an organization or a franchise or, in this case, a university um, who wants to protect all students but also student-athletes, uh, you know, it puts it in a precarious situation because how do you handle this? Uh, it's rarely handled well, and I think they handled it about as well as they possibly could. On Matt Ariza, look, to speak about this case specifically – 
I, I, what I can tell you is I know Matt. I, I watched every single game he played as a college athlete. He is undoubtedly the most dominant player I've ever seen. And this includes watching, you know, Tom Brady play quarterback. This includes Phil Rivers playing quarterback. They were teammates of mine. Um, Randy Moss playing receiver. He's arguably the most dominant player I've ever seen at his specific mm-hmm. position. I, I've I, he can t- I've never seen a punter take over a football game, but that's sure. how that's how unbelievable this guy was, and it would have been very interesting to see if it translated to the NFL level, which I assume it would have if he had his opportunity. But as you mentioned, this case against him and the charges that were dropped or um, that never came, the civil case was dropped. In fact, he was so ardent in his own defense that he launched a separate defamation civil case against the Jane Doe who accused him, and he dropped that as soon as um, she and her legal team dropped the civil case against him. So this um, this was a dicey situation for Matt. Obviously, the only people who know exactly what transpired or, frankly, didn't transpire are the people involved or not involved in this. And, uh, and so I'm not going to comment on that, but I will comment on personal situations that I've had with friends who I know to be, I mean, wonderful human beings who had similar things happen to them that they were 100% innocent of and had alibis you know, for their innocence. But you can be accused of anything in this world. You can be. And it can destroy your life. And it can happen to somebody, you know, at the top of their business in in finance or, you know, at the top of their business in, in sports. It can happen to anybody. And it's unfortunate, but it, the, the, our, our knee-jerk reactive society, they'll read a headline and they'll rush to judgments and their the uh, accusations become concrete facts and it's unfortunate and i've seen it happen to friends and i've seen them exonerated and frankly i've still seen parts of their lives ruined as a result and so matt went through it for two years and he's on the other side of it now and he's been given an opportunity by the kansas city chiefs the two-time super bowl champions to go out there and play football again and I know for a fact that he hasn't worked. I don't know if he was, frankly, hireable. I don't know if he could have worked between, you know, the time of his drafting and all these accusations pouring out and the point where he got the job with the Kansas City Chiefs. So, you know, there's that. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's an interesting world we live in. And I think that, you know, especially when you're in a high-profile situation and accusations come down, it is, it is the reaction of many people to assume that the accuser is correct and that the, the accused is guilty, and that is not always the case. Well, and I think, uh, last thought, is that I do think, you know, law, law enforcement has to, you know, do its job, and listen, I, I, I think the Buffalo Bills were put in a tough situation, but I do think people in our business, certainly not saying you, Rich, and, and not me, I don't think either, but I think what you said is important. You do have to separate accusations from what is 
factual in a court of law. And, you know, you go back and watch, I think they did a real real sports piece on Matt um, and a couple other things, and there were some people in the media that did rush to judgment. Glad that Matt Ariza has been cleared. Glad that he is back playing football. Fox Sports Radio, this is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Doug is out. Aaron Torres, Rich Orenberger are in. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Welcome back, everybody. Fox Sports Radio. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Doug was in for Dan Patrick earlier today. Aaron Torres, Rich Orenberger replacing Doug until, what, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Even though Doug's out at this time every day, we it is time for game time. This is Game Time. It's Game Time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. Isaac Lohenkron, what game are we playing today? Looking through my crystal ball, and it is... All right, fellas. 
you were discussing the logistical components of hosting NBA All-Star Weekend, but what about the game itself? The game itself last weekend was a total disaster with the astronomical amount of points scored and the astronomical lack of defense. So, Psychics, what does the future have in store for the NBA All-Star Game itself? Take it in whatever direction you want to go in terms of format, style of play, any direction you want to go, but what does the future hold for the game itself? I'll just say really quickly. Richie, go go ahead. Richie, go first. I was going to jump in and say, I think it's going to turn into a one-on-one tournament. I think that all these guys are really afraid of, you know, playing hard defense or going up for a rebound because they're worried about stepping on somebody else's foot and rolling an ankle or something like that. So I think we're, I think very similar to how the NFL Pro Bowl has turned into two-hand touch. I think that eventually they're just going to remove everybody from the court and they're going to play half-court one-on-one, and that's how you're going to determine the the NBA All-Star winner. See, I completely disagree because essentially you have the same problem with the dunk contest is guys aren't going to want to get embarrassed, you know, playing one on one. I just think I just think this is a toothpaste is out of the tube situation. I don't think the all star game is going away because it to our point last segment, it has way too much value to the league for corporate sponsors and bringing people in town and all that stuff. But I also don't think after seven, eight, nine years where players have been mentally kind of trained not to care. I don't think it's going to get better. We saw Anthony Edwards comments about it's an all-star game. What do you want from me? And it's like he came up in that generation. I don't think it's going to change going forward. All right, psychics. What will the next job be for now former New England Patriot head coach and former Rich Ornberger head coach, Bill Belichick, whether it be (laughs) as a football coach or in some other endeavor? Barista. I think... I think there's I think there's room in this country for a salty 70-year-old barista with a short temper for nonsense at the cash register. That would be the most efficient Starbucks. It would be the most efficient Pete's Coffee. It would be the most efficient Caribou Coffee wherever you live. Uh, uh, what is it called? Bucky's down south. I'm sure they got a coffee. It would be the most impressively efficient coffee uh, establishment in the country. That's it. he needs to be a barista, frankly. Can we? Can we right now have a Fox Sports Radio enactment of what that might sound like? Let's have um, Aaron be the customer sure. and Rich, you be be you be BBB Bill <laughs> Belichick barista. Uh, yeah, I'd like a uh, hot mocha. This is taking too li- long. Light Let's go. cream. Uh, You're maybe- gonna get a coffee. It's gonna be a small, and it's gonna be hot. Next. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, we're on to the next order. We're on, we're on to that guy we're right on there. To the, we're on to Cincinnati. And oh. finally, at the other end of the spectrum, what will the next job be for now former Seattle Seahawks head coach Pete Carroll? Ooh. Oh, my gosh. You got one, Torres? Somebody's hype, man. I don't know. He's just, he, he's just, he'll just be surfing in Manhattan Beach for the next year. But uh, yeah. I I have nothing good. What about you, Rich? Um, 
I, I mean, male cheerleader. <laughs> I mean, like he che- chews the mess out of gum. He's a good clapper. Like you could see him like le- leading a cheer. I don't think he's doing any backflips or uh, handstands or anything. But you know, su- maybe we'll call him a spirit leader. You know, something like that. You know, I I could see that. I could see that. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. That was game time, and I'll say this, Rich. I had a take. I think UCLA should have tried to hire him as the football coach. I don't know if he would have wanted to come back to college. Uh, This is Pete Carroll, not Bill Belichick, by the way. I like your Bill Belichick running coffee shot. Almost like a bar rescue, but for every business, they just bring in Bill Belichick to fix it. Tell you what, he's Rich Orenberger. I'm Aaron Torres. One hour left. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Traveling for college hoops this year? Pro tip, stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30 plus hotels in the best college towns and get this, you can save up to 30% off with the code Doug. That's my name, Doug. Good at any graduate hotel location, anytime up to 30% off. So, here's what you do. Book your stays at graduatehotels.com. That's graduatehotels.com. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.